This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. What a matchup we just witnessed for the NXT Championship. There you see champion Finn Balor with Triple H, uh, Mr. Regal as well. And Adam Coles. On a show of respect between Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Here we go again. Here we go again. Congratulations. You must be on top of the world right now. Top of the world. Everyone, everyone for the last 10 months has been asking, Finn, why did you return to NXT? This is the reason right here. Finn Balor, NXT champion. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It's Anthony and Jacqueline. We're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks, episode 576 of NXT. This was on a Tuesday instead of a Wednesday. I think this was like, this. they did two straight Tuesday shows, right? They did, yes. We, missed, we missed a few episodes. I now have, I have an NBC app, and you know what NBC owns? Hmm. USA. <laughs> yes. So I am able to watch some of this live. That's cool. And I got to tell you, commercial breaks suck. Oh, there and there's so many of them <laughs> in NXT it feels like. And like at the It's horrible. It, it, like the most inopportune moments too. Uh yeah. like right when a match I, starts or whatever. Yeah, but I will say though, um uh, I mean, it's on too late for me to stay up for the whole thing. I'm just going to throw that out there. 8 to 10. Come on now. Who's staying up past 9 o'clock to watch wrestling? <laughs> I don't know. Crazy. Crazy I mean, talk. I mean, not me anymore. I watch all of my wrestling yeah. in the early afternoon if I can help it. So Yeah. I was like, what What am I? A 21-year-old? Yes. Come on. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. Uh, <laughs> we uh, So we did talk about the creation of the Fatal 4-Way that they yeah. were going to do for the for the uh, NXT Championship, the Iron Man match, yeah. which is a match that did in fact happen. It did in fact go an hour, and it ended in a draw. Draw? Yes. What a waste of an hour. Like this, I got to tell you, this was probably 
this was too long. Like I it was. I didn't see the match. I heard it was good, but people were very let down by the end. Yeah, absolutely. I spent a freaking hour watching mm-hmm. four men yes. vie for the title, and then really, you're gonna end it in a tie. Yes. It was so. It felt very. I, I was. Betray, I felt betrayed. I mean, it was really kind did. of. It was kind of like the the old cheap bait and switch, right? The yeah, watch this match like, for a champion, and then oh, sorry, no champion. But we promise you, if you watch next week, then yeah. we'll give you a champion, which they did. Real, but yeah, there really like wasn't. I don't know. To me, I just like. I don't know. I just did not. Yeah. Um, it, it was a. It was good. Everyone had some great shining moments, but mm-hmm. an hour is a long time. Yes. And I watched it on Hulu, and I'm pretty sure Hulu cut some some of it out. They must have. And it was st- all they showed was that match. <laughs> oh, that's it? Because there was more on the show. There was more on the show yeah. than that. And that was, it was so and it was still, I'm sitting there, I was like, do-do-do-do-do. I'm like, are we done yet? <laughs> like, can someone just win? I was, uh. like, <laughs> I was like, this is a, d-. also I have to say, it is a dumb concept for a match. Yeah, you're not a fan of the the hour long, on purpose hour long match. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of an hour long match. Period. In yeah, yeah. Look, unless it's um, the Royal Rumble and Brock Lesnar just throws the first 15 guys out of the ring, yeah. like everyone wants it to happen. Yeah, and that's I'm a lot the of fun. The only one who enjoyed that. Yeah. But. Oh, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. I remember that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, thank God, this is just going to go fast, and this is what we want. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was very fun to watch him just hurl people from side to side. Yeah, no, it I was, get it. But yeah, no, that, and I don't even think that was my favorite thing on that episode. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, like there was a another Legato del Fantasma versus Bruzango and Swerve um, match yes. that I enjoyed so much more. There's also Mainly. a Candice and Casey match apparently, and a- yeah. A, oh, go ahead. a Bronson and Bronson Reed and Timothy Thatcher match as well. Yeah, the Bronson Timothy Thatcher match was like okay. Casey and Candice, it was again okay. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Casey, like you right. kind of knew how what was going to happen, but she lost. Um, yeah, yeah, and as then um, yeah. So, but it and it set up the uh, Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez Martinez cage match. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Uh, okay, well, you so want to dive into this episode? Yeah, I was going to Super Tuesday 2, as they're calling it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, wasting no time getting into things. We get uh, Adam Cole versus Finn Balor right away, leading us off. Yeah, for the um, belt. Which I'm like, okay, at least we're not going to have to, like, wait for this. But, mm-hmm. um, okay. So, uh, oh, so they're starting to put up the stats for the wrestlers as they're walking out, but it was only for this match. That's weird. And it was like it was like their weight, their height, their what they're known for. Yeah. I was like, okay. Very crazy. Mm-hmm. Um and um so really my feeling going into this was as long as it's not an hour, I am fine. Yeah. Like I don't care. This was like twenty five minutes maybe, I think. Yeah. And I think, too, I may have built some things up in my mind because I was like, okay, if they're going to make it a draw and it's going to be Adam Cole versus Finn Balor, like, the demon has to come back, right? Yeah, I mean... The he, demon did not. He did not. And Finn Balor actually had, an, in an interview recently, talked about the why he hasn't brought that particular part of his character mm-hmm. back to television and kind of out and out said that he felt like it was sort of... 
mishandled on the main roster. They did it too often. It didn't quite have the impact they wanted it to, and that it's not gone forever, but it'll be a while before he brings it back. So I get it, but I still think like if you're like to put us through that much disappointment the week before, Mm -hmm. I feel like at least give me that for this week. Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. But this is where I'm at. Notable Adam Cole came out by himself. Mm hmm. Sure did. I have theories. Yes, I bet. I mean, especially after the post, the post match backstage, there's all sorts of things. I have so many things. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. Match finally starts. Drake is not the ref. I feel like I had to mention that. I feel like he's always the ref in these kinds of matches. Um, Yes. All right. Oh, no. Slow start. I guess it will be a long match. Finn trying to get a submission early, but Cole turning that into some pins, so at least there is movement. Now Cole with a submission attempt. Just slow. Cole trying again for an arm submission thing. This is all that's happening. No. Everyone back on their feet, but Finn goes into some offense and then back into a hold. This is very great note-taking. Strikes. <laughs> uh, Beth finally speaking. Um, it took her a while to start um, the commentary. I think they should let her like lead off the episodes. I don't know why they don't. Anyway. Yeah, because she's like commentating remotely. Yeah. Yeah. They should let her like yeah. These dumb guys taking up too much of the ring. Um, oh, I think I was talking about the 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 commentary. Oh yeah, yeah people. Yeah, yeah. Too much. Uh, okay, we have a bit of a big move, and the match continues well on commercial, and it's truly weird. Cole still doing stuff and gets Finn in another hold, swinging neckbreaker. We get one of the first big moves of the match, and it's during a commercial break. <laughs> Because they were doing picture-in-picture. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man, commercial breaks are long. Finn picking up some offense, but now everyone is is down after a big kick. Finn gaining control, but not for long, although gets Cole for for a one-count. Back from commercial, and Finn gets a two-count before going back to Holtz. Cole maybe broke Finn's nose, but Finn returning the favor. Now we are picking up some steam. A basement dropkick. It's a dropkick, but low because your opponent is low to the ground to begin with. Mm -hmm. I I love the naming mechanisms. (laughs) Um, There's got to be a wrestling drinking game. I wonder how many times you drink when someone has their opponent trapped in the corner because you would be quite buzzed by now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Cole looking tired, uh, but takes Finn down with a giant kick to the face. Cole with the knees to the back move and gets a two count. Lots of fun moves, and Cole does a shiny wizard for a very close two count. Shine is that that's Tegan Knox's move, right? The yeah, she has she has the shiniest wizard. Uh, so she does a little bit more. Yeah, Adam mm. Cole just did the shining version. It was a shining uh, wizard, but not quite as shiny. It's apparently, shiny. Gotcha. As Tegan Knox, yes. <laughs> Cole goes for the last shot, but Finn foils that plan with a double stomp to the chest. Now we're out of the ring. The ref administers a count, and I am shocked. <laughs> we're back out. We're back out uh, of the ring now, and no count, but both guys out cold. There's almost a double count out. We are two commercials in, and I find it hard to believe it was less than ten. It was uh, less than a ten count. Yep. Uh, there's still stuff happening, and now I'm worried that this match maybe is an hour with all the commercials. <laughs> oh, the commercials really make it feel like it sometimes. <laughs> they do. Finn with a big kick to the head while Cole is on the top rope. Cole puts Finn in a figure four, some classic moves making comebacks. Baylor got to the rope, and it took Cole a bit to break that hold. Yes. Finn with another sling blade. He's really liking that these days. 
A regular double drop kick this time, and Finn tries to get to the top with a coup de grab of Finn's knee is too hurt, and Cole kicks out. The announcers mention no one has kicked out of a coup de gras, and I'm very nervous. Cole yes. encounters... Oh, Cole counters the 1916 into another figure four. Baylor trying to break the hold by touching the rope, and he very much could have reached it if he really tried here. Um, he did <laughs> not, though. Slight, slight shade thrown at Finn yeah. Balor by Jacqueline. <laughs> uh, Cole gets a super kick into the last shot for a two. Thank God. Cole tried for the Panama City, and Finn counters into some kind of inverted 1916, but he is moving slow with that knee. We now have both guys on the rope in a 1916 from the top, and we get Finn Balor as our new champ, and by God, they finally did something right. Slow yeah. starting match. Adam Cole puts on a, a great match, and these two guys were good together once it all picked up. Yes, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Um, it feels like it's been a while since they've made the obvious and right move uh, yeah. in NXT, which is a weird thing to say because for a while that was just the norm there. That's just yeah. what they did, uh, but it's been a little bit. Uh, that was actually the theme with the two big matches on this show. They both did the obvious and right things in both cases yep. on the show. So uh, kudos to them. Uh, I got to say, uh, one of the first things you said stuck out to me. And as somebody who has been talking with you about pro wrestling uh, for <laughs> nearly 100 episodes now, I was yeah. very proud when you noted oh, they're going pretty slow. That means this one's going to go long. And I'm like, yep, yeah. that is the telltale sign. If they are doing their their hold exchanges and their mat I wrestling, know. like they're gearing up Ugh. largely for a longer match. But that is what happened. They built their way up. Uh, mm -hmm. The match got harder hitting and there was more, uh, more moves and stuff as the match went on. And by the end, it was a flurry of things. And uh, Finn did his... Uh, his kind of 1916 off of the top rope. Normally yeah. he lifts guys way up into the air and drops them on their head. That would have been way too dangerous to do in this scenario. So yeah, uh, he kind of just pulled him up to like a level position and Adam Cole just landed face first, but still impressive nonetheless. And absolutely really but happy to see Finn as the champion again. That's, that's all pretty good. Me too. Good stuff. It definitely makes sense. But, and and I, I know that, but what, what gets me is that like, you could just cut out the beginning, um, like slow stuff and just get into the oh, good yeah. stuff and yeah. the match would be that much more enjoyable. Um, so where did you, <laughs> where did you land? <laughs> where did you land on this one? Three and a quarter. Oh, wow. I went, I went quite a bit. Well, not quite a bit higher, but higher. I went three and three quarters. Hmm. Almost four. Grapple three. What is that? 3.86. <laughs> wow, they liked it more than me. They did. Jacqueline, they were not watching it with commercials. No, and, and Jacqueline famously is not a fan. The longer the match goes, yeah. the it's you rare. points. Yeah, it's rare. Yeah. Jacqueline's like, get, come on, guys, speed it up. Get it over with. We got we got more sure. stuff to go, go through. Well, and that's, yeah, exactly. And that's my thing. Like, you could make this a shorter match, mm -hmm. but give some other people some TV time, like, there are different that's this is the hr person in me coming out because i'm yes. like <laughs> like there's so many other ways that we could do this and everyone can be included yeah be a very engaging yes. experience for all <laughs> <laughs> um okay so what was uh, what was next next we got a rhea ripley video um she's looking all moody by a chain link fence yes um and we uh so and they dub the match of rhea and mercedes in a cage the battle of the badasses mm -hmm. yes 
Named by a 13-year-old, presumably. Probably. Uh, But you know what? Not bad. It's it's actually, it's nice to see the female wrestlers getting that kind of branding. Oh, I agree 100%. So I am definitely, I'm definitely here for it. Yes. Uh, Next, we're backstage with uh, Finn Balor, Triple H, and William Regal go over to congratulate him, as does Adam Cole. Yes. Um, So I guess he really is supposed to be the good guy. They do their little Bullet Club-like insignia thing. That's right. Yeah, they do the two sweet. And uh, I don't know if you catch it or not, but uh, I had headphones on, so it was easier to hear. But Adam Cole says, the better man won. Oh, so, no. what a thing for Adam Cole to say. He can't uh, be a heel anymore, right? Yeah, don't worry. I have I have things I things to come on that okay. for my crazy brain. Don't worry. Okay. Um, side note, fun story. I don't know if I've ever said it on this podcast before, but actually, mm-hmm. at my bachelorette party, um, we were at a bar, and there was one of the a, a guy with a band was wearing a Bullet Club shirt, and ah. I went up to him and did the thing. And he just looked at me like like the the devil horn thing, whatever it's called. <laughs> the too sweet, and yeah. He, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> you know that? Off guard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was the only one here who knew anything like that. Yes. Anyway, so that's a fun, fun side story. That's awesome. Um, all right. Robert Stone being all kinds of crazy and about Jeez. to take a pipe to Shotzi's tank. Yes. But Shotzi shows up and Aaliyah steps in and hits Shotzi into EO. And now all three women are in the ring. Yes. Uh, EO with a really cool move on Aaliyah and Robert Stone tries to intervene, but is just taken out. And honestly, I love how he takes a hit. <laughs> <laughs> that like, was just, that's just what Robert Stone, uh, Robert Stone is. His job is to get his ass kicked by all of the women wrestlers, and it's yeah. awesome. And he's so good at it. Like, yes, he, he is. It's great, it, and it makes all the women look super awesome. Yes, it does. Um, so we end with Io and Shotzi um, clear in the ring of this craziness, and Shotzi holding the belt uh, at the end. Is she going to make her run for the title? Yeah. It is not time. <laughs> think it's a little too early still. I think it's too early. Yeah. They might be looking at Shotzi as like just somebody for EO to face, which I think would be a mistake. I think Shotzi could be a big opponent for EO down the line and not just be somebody for her to face. I still think, though, I'm looking forward to that Candice and uh, EO match, which, although from what I've heard, I have not read about this myself, though, there is not going to be a takeover the weekend of Survivor Series. No. Okay. I've not heard that. I don't. I don't know if it's true or not. Well, or at least nothing's announced yet. And we all know yeah. that I am deeply saddened by this fact because right. that means no war games. Right. So Ugh. deep breaths. Could be a but could be I, a long November. But I still have war games uh, predictions yes. later. Um, all right, so we are now at the Gargano's house for dinner, and Tegan comes over. Mm-hmm. So last week, uh, Candice ended her match by saying, "Tegan." Um, you know, I want to talk to you about this. I'll bring the wine. Yes. Um, so, um, so Johnny lets Tegan in. Um, he's being fake nice, and it's creepy and weird. Um, but we get the three of them sitting at the dinner table, and then end of segment. Yes. I, I don't think these se- – and there were many. I think there were at least two more of these segments as the, yeah. the show went on. And uh, I got to say, I don't 
think I was a fan of these. It's it's weird. The but, thing the, um, the, I will say this: the one thing I loved about it is that they still have the uh, the cup, the the cod piece for Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. back from the Tommaso Ciampa feud is still the centerpiece at their table. So I <laughs> enjoy that tiny bit of continuity that that yeah. that made me that made me chuckle. <laughs> All right, we have left the Garganos and we are now um, at Thatcher's camp. Yes, uh, and he's reviewing tapes of Damian Priest, like some sort of serial killer. <laughs> Uh, I know he's his opponent, Jacqueline. Yeah, I know. Well, here you go. I know he's supposed to be the bad guy, but honestly, I admire his work ethic. (laughs) Picking him apart. And to be be honest, I'm still not, even though he's supposed to be a good guy now, I'm still not a fan of Damien Priest. So no. And is it, we, we hear from him later. God, I hate him. (laughs) Um, all right, we're uh, skipping over the next squash match. Um, yes. Worth it to note, though, Kushida does come out at the end, and nice my God, he's all like super fired up, and man, he is like, oof, mm-hmm. great. Yes. Um. All right, uh, we have a Breezango video. Uh, yes. Uh, I Fandango dropped the belt, and it made me laugh. I don't <laughs> even remember what he did. I think he just kind of threw it, and I just, I thought it was <laughs> hilarious. Um, the insults are well done saying Imperium has no, no sizzle and find out Imperium is still in the States. I have no idea um, what's going on. I don't know why they dropped no the belts if does. they were going to the UK. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Unless they just taped it like before, who knows? Yeah. Um, last note, I always think Fandango is a non-American, has a non-American accent and his voice always surprises me. <laughs> like you just expect a, him to be like a, a Italian or French or something. I do. And- I do. He has a very European face to me. And so when he <laughs> starts talking and there's no and and it's American accent. And he's I'm just like, like, I'm from the East Coast of the United States. I'm yes. like, you don't. It doesn't fit anyway. <laughs> um, all right. We got a lot of like ma- um, uh, a lot segments of in a row here. Stuff, so. Yeah. We're back to dinner. Johnny Gargano making everything weird, but leaves to eat upstairs and tell the dog a bedtime story. My heart. (laughs) (laughs) Ken is trying to explain the Gargano way. I still don't get it. Um, I think it's neither does Tegan. I think it's cheat and stuff. I I don't know. By any means necessary. Yeah, be a bad Um, guy. Yeah, Tegan's blaming Johnny on Candace acting the way she does, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then. I put here, is Tegan going to turn heel and pair up with Candace? Because that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. It kind of let you believe that was going on. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to break this up now. Okay. Um, we're going back to a match. Yes. We get Bronson Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, again, against someone who we're not going to call out by name here. Yeah. Um, all right. Holds, then talking, then more holds. Yes. Um. Reed trying to snap his head off. Uh, one big move and then a miss kicked and Reed gets a near fall. Uh, Reed using his power to pull his opponent into the ring and we are back in holds. Reed not taken down very easily and then literally squashed his opponent before tossing him out of the ring and then Reed leading with his shoulder to jump off the apron. Pretty impressive move. Mm-hmm. Um, this fight has come to blows. And then a nut crusher? I don't know what it's actually <laughs> called. I've named it that. I don't know what it is either. Now I don't re- trying to remember what it is, but let's just leave it. Let's just let it lay there because I, I approve. Yeah. Reed gaining so much momentum and getting all the near falls. So naturally he's going to lose and I am sad about it. 
Reed goes to the ground by way of a suplex of sorts. Reed again going up on the shoulders, but not able to maintain that and squashed his opponent then into a tsunami for the win. Wow, they did the right thing again. Mm-hmm. This was a very read forward match, so I'm glad because he did very well. Yeah. And I, I think it's time for him. I feel like he sold too much in this match. I would have liked this if this was more of a slightly longer squash. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think he sold too much. I mean, the match did go through a commercial break, so that's why they... Uh, I'm sure that's yeah. why they did that. But I enjoyed the Bronson Reed killing people uh, bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that... I mean, now, I was a fan of Bronson Reed being the thick boy, but they have rebranded him as the colossal Bronson Reed, which every now and again, you get like a Vince McMahon-ism and like, well, I mean, colossal is not a Vince McMahon-ism, but he loves words like that. And every now and again, one of them is actually really enjoyable to me. And I like calling Bronson Reed colossal. colossal. I love his video, which... Uh, his entrance video, which makes him like Godzilla or whatever, like mm-hmm. wrecking a city. I love all of that. I really like Bronson Reed. Uh, the parts where Bronson Reed was awesome was my favorite parts of this match. Uh, yep. The rest were kind of just there. I landed at two and three quarters. Wow. I went two and a quarter. Oh, wow. Okay. So Jacqueline feeling less generous this week than me. I am. And I agree. I like Bronson Reed. I think he's getting the push he deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel, I don't know. I feel like he's going to, he's stuck though. Yes. Um, a little bit. But I do like the good guy being the person who crushes people. That is sometimes fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, grapple 2.78. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, All right. What was uh, we're back on Adam Cole and uh, he says something about how he respects Finn Balor and to me now we are just trying too hard Mm -hmm. all right he's a good guy Jacqueline we should clap for this Adam Cole all right we are back to the wrestling we sure are Roderick Strong versus Killian Dane yes Roderick Strong only escorted by Bobby Fish furthering my theory of the faction fracturing. Yes. And I'm going to be using faction fracturing now. <laughs> um, Strong just moving faster to begin with, and Dane chasing Strong around, uh, chasing Strong out of the ring. Strong gets Dane in the corner, but then Strong gets thrown into the same corner in a kind of poetic justice before Dane just dominating Strong. Dane goes out of the ring in a very not graceful way. Dane going, doing everything he can to get Strong down, but he just won't stay. Fish taunting from the outside, but Dane not falling for the bait. Strong doing some big moves, but Dane throwing Strong around and getting ready for the finish, but Bobby Fish moves Roderick Strong out of the way, gets a kick to the face to Dane in, and it opens up enough for Strong to claw his way back and get the win. Ref saw it all and still counted the win. Pretty boring match, but not terrible. Oh, that is... Almost exactly what I was going to say. I was, <laughs> this match was dull. Uh, I think it's Killian Dane. Uh, he just, he's, he's just not doing anything for me. And uh, Roddy is very good in the ring. Dane is like not bad either. He's just, whatever he's not doing right now is just good. not doing it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I struggled to keep my attention. I knew what they were doing was not bad. I went to, mm-hmm. I went, the, 
considering what the other matches you gave, I'm af- I'm afraid to see this because I went two and a half on this one. I went. I stayed at two and a quarter. Oh, okay. So we're, you know we're a little closer on that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Grapple two point two three. Wow. They agree with you. Uh, they do on that one. Smart, smart move. All right. So post match, Bobby and Roderick going after Dane now, and neither Cole nor O'Reilly come out to their aid. But Drake Maverick comes oh out to help Killian Dane. This story. So then, is Killian Dane a good guy? Uh, so, no. Uh, anyway, no, well, I know. We'll I, say what happens next. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So I and then I wrote in here: Adam Cole is a face strong and fish, not so much. No. Um. All right. So uh, the undisputed era get chased out of the ring. Then uh, uh, Drake goes in for like a handshake of sorts, and Dane punches Drake in the face. Yes. Just when I thought I had it all figured out. So here's the story. I think. Oh Lord. Killian okay. Dane. Killian Dane is not a good guy, but mm-hmm. Drake Maverick is, but he's also a stupid good guy mm. because for some reason, this man who has attacked him, not just here, but as we've seen watching this show many times, Killian Dane mm-hmm. has attacked and beaten Drake Maverick. For some reason, Drake Maverick has, has taken this, taken these beatings and interpreted them as, this guy wants to be my partner. Uh, we should yeah. form a team. And uh, he keeps trying to form a team with this man who just keeps killing him. So yeah. my feeling is, and it's a story obviously as old as time, Jacqueline, uh, that eventually Killing Dane will beat this man up so many times, he'll just start to respect him for some reason. And they will form a team for some reason. Okay. I think Actually, that's the story I, they're going for here. <laughs> I, I would like them to team up. I think it would make them both a little more interesting. Yes. It's just weird how they're going about it, I it think. It is. Um, and furthering, so here's my thing. I honestly think we're going to see uh, Undisputed Era break up. Mm-hmm. I still think this. I've been saying this for a while now, but I really think it's coming true now. Oh, is this the War Games theory? <laughs> yeah, my War Games okay. theory. So I think it's going to be, I have yet to figure out uh, the team that's going to uh, round out uh, Adam Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly, but they're going to be on one side. And on the other side, stay with me here, it's going to be Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, Mm -hmm. Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, okay. I think think this is where we're headed. Who would we put with Cole and O'Reilly? Kushida? Yeah, or Bronson Reed, maybe? Ooh, there we go. Found it. Uh, by it. the way. Yeah. <laughs> there is a a tag team. Uh, you, you mentioning the split in Undisputed Era mm-hmm. reminded me. Uh, there's a famous tag team uh, in the late 80s and into the 90s called The Rockers. Okay. And <laughs> the team consisted of Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels, a fairly well known, a fairly well known professional wrestler. Well, the, one day it came time for the team to split, and Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty through a window, uh, and sent him to the hospital. That sort of thing. And uh, ever since then, one because basically after that, Shawn Michaels' career skyrocketed, and. Y- you don't know anything about Marty Jannetty, do you, Jacqueline? Uh, I have no idea who this person is. So, no. yes. Uh, oftentimes, when tag teams split up, uh, somebody is the Sean and somebody is the Marty. 
And mm-hmm. in this divide, in this like divide you've created for the Undisputed Era. Bobby Fish is the Marty. Bobby Fish and Roddy are essentially the Marty. Like the team of Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> uh, not only is it not only is it awesome to me because they when they broke into like the mainstream wrestling world uh, uh-huh. in Ring of Honor, they were a team together called Future Shock. Oh uh, wow! Okay, were those two fellas? But the charisma and talent between those two men, like they got all of it. Like Roddy's got a ton of Roddy's got a ton of talent, but he does not have near the levels of charisma as Mm-mm. Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly have. Honestly, uh, wait, new theory. Okay. Champa becomes their leader. Oh, so he's like the new Adam Cole. The new undisputed era. Yeah, he's the that would actually <laughs> that would actually be a good idea, I think. It would be, even though Champa's like the lone wolf person, but I yeah. think like this could work. Yeah. Oh, I have ideas. All you have to do is watch Boy Meets World when the lackeys are looking for their new leader and they just fo- start following around young Adam Scott. I swear it's the same thing. Oh man, Jacqueline, after we after we do this and then after we do our Golden Girls podcast, Girls. we can move on to Doing the Boy Meets World Boy podcast. Boy Meets World. Okay. Yes. I'm there for I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. We are back to dinner. Oh yes. Um, Candace claiming she is the next champion, but Tegan pointing out that Candace hasn't beaten EO. No. Uh, which angers Candace, and we get a food fight. Um, <sighs> Candace. So Candace said she would bring wine, uh, but they're drinking water at dinner. Yes. I'm just pointing out that there's no continuity there. No. Um, Johnny should know every time you wear white, you inevitably spill something on it, usually with red sauce. He got covered with spaghetti and yes. marinara sauce. Yes. Um, Tegan breaks the TV and runs out with Candace chasing after her. Such an odd segment. But I will say, honestly, of all of them, I think this one was the most fun out of all three of the... I mean, for um, sure. These segments. (laughs) For sure. It's just so weird. Like, anytime something ends in, like, a food fight, I'm like, aren't you guys supposed to be, like, this is supposed to end with you guys fighting violently. Having a food fight? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe they're going to have a street fight. Maybe. With with food. Maybe some sort of food-related yeah. fight. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Baguettes on a pole. Maybe. Mm. I love bread. <laughs> um. All right. We get Damien Priest backstage, and he is disgusting. So we have it announced <laughs> now that Damien Priest versus Timothy Thatcher next week. For the title, Pre- yeah. For the title, Priest taunting Thatcher with his game plan. He's like, oh, you don't have to watch a video. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Now we get into why we all hate Damian Priest, because he talks about his celebration um, after his win and awkwardly hits on the interviewer by uh, inviting her to join. Mm -hmm. Um, This is bad guy behavior if I ever saw it. So, um, Timothy Thatcher, congratulations. You are now a good guy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let me tell you how that viewing went. I was watching his promo, and I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And he's like, and of course, my post-match celebration is going to be what it always is. And I just went, skip, and uh, just uh, hit... Yeah. I clicked clicked uh, further along on the uh, on the progress bar uh, to move right yeah. past. I literally didn't even want to hear it. I'm like, uh, no. How is how do they think this is a good guy character? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I do I do not know. Also, uh, we also have a tag title match for next week. Uh, too, yes. the Brizango Imperium, Imperium match versus Brizango. The official in Brizango's first uh, title defense. Yeah, the official yeah. Uh, that gets the official. What comes next? main event match seal of approval so 
that's yeah. what we were considering the main event. Unless the unless they Absolutely. announce a Legato del Fantasma match. Oh my god, I can't wait for them to intervene. <laughs> um all right. We're back and it's main event time. We get our battle of the badasses. Yes. Uh, match starts before the entrances finish. My kind of match already. <laughs> Robert Stone yelling from a distance and Rhea getting a table into the cage before uh, the door closes. Yep. So uh, Rhea finally gets in, but Mercedes is ready for her. She's already in the cage, I should note. Yep. Um, there must be not... Uh, enough camera people inside or there must not be any camera people inside the ring for this match because the views are extremely obstructed by chain link Mm -hmm. Rhea trying to pull Mercedes arm off with her bare hands Robert Stone trying um, to give words of encouragement from the outside Rhea's in control uh, and we've slowed a bit Uh, Rhea just trying um, just making sure to keep Mercedes down and tries for the riptide but not yet Mercedes get gets what I think I heard referred to as a fisherman suplex. Yes. Uh, and now both ladies are down with Robert Stone taunting and yelling from the outside. Uh, Mercedes drops Rhea on a chair in a nasty looking way. Uh, mm. And Mercedes uses a German suplex to get Rhea uh, off the ropes uh, and then hangs upside down just for a moment, just to show how much of a badass she is. <laughs> She's like literally looking like a bat. Uh, Rhea throws a chair at Mercedes' head. Holy bananas, no one is messing around here. Rhea dropkicks Mercedes, who is still sitting on the top rope, and her head falls between the oh, in between the two sides of the cage. Like there's a small opening and her head is hanging out of it. Yes. Goodness. Uh, more suplexes off the ropes, and oh my god, are these ladies crazy? Not following Mercedes being down after a big spine buster on Rhea. Uh, now we have Mercedes on Rhea's shoulders, and she goes face first into the mat with Rhea getting Mercedes into a standing figure four, um, making things up again. Um, but it is broken with Mercedes using a kendo stick. I honestly yeah. am not sure how. Oh, yeah, because she took it from. Yeah, got it now. Robert Stone now <laughs> climbing the cage and Rhea inviting him to the top. Yes. And now he is dangling over the cage somehow yeah uh, she um, <laughs> she pummels him a bunch of times my favorite part actually yeah. <laughs> she takes the kendo stick and like jabs him through the cage with it yeah. <laughs> uh and then she whacks him one time or something like he i think she hits his head on the top of the cage or something yep. but he's just like passed out on the like one leg hanging over one leg hanging out yep and then his head on like falling into the ring he stays um, like that for the rest of the match by the way yeah he sold that um <laughs> But Mercedes gets Rhea off of uh, Robert by uh, giving a kendo stick to Rhea's back. Mm -hmm. Mercedes getting Rhea down off the top rope by a ridiculous net breaker. Mm -hmm. And yep, here I have Robert Stone still dangling over the top. Mercedes gets a two count. Ooh, the table being set up by Mercedes. That's how Mm -hmm. I wrote it, so I had to say it that way. Um, (laughs) Going back up the ropes opposite the corner of Robert Stone and trying to get Rhea onto the table. But Rhea coming back to life and fights back for the riptide off the top rope into the table and picks up the win. These ladies did amazing, and I feel like they have uh, even more amazing in them. It will be good to see them do their thing without such a short time constraint. Mm -hmm. This match could have gone on longer. For me, actually, yeah, uh, I thought this match ruled. Uh, I did great. not, I did not like it as much as the first match on the show, but this was mm. really good in a different sort of way. And I need to watch more. I need to see more Mercedes Martinez Rhea Ripley matches after watching this one. 
Yeah, uh, although don't worry, because Mercedes Martinez, probably part of Retribution, so ugh. not going to be around for too much longer. Uh, <laughs> she, she hit Rhea so hard in this match. She like, did. She was doing these cross faces to Rhea. Well, she wasn't hitting her across the face, but she was hitting yeah. her more like in the, the upper part Mid-section. of her chest. Yeah. Yeah. She was just thudding Rhea Ripley. She, like, holy cow. She was hitting so hard. And like, uh, Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to talk about how, uh, like, Rhea gives back just as good as she gets. Uh, yeah. Both of them are, like, Mercedes is a longtime veteran, and she's uh, she's one of those wrestlers that never WWE would have never picked up before because she was not, like, a supermodel-looking girl, and mm-hmm. she was too much of a wrestler to ever, you know, she started in, like, yeah. the early 2000s. Um, it was, she was not their cup of tea. Uh, but I'm glad she finally is. And yeah. Rhea is like the new generation iteration of that. Uh, right. She's just awesome. It's ridiculous to see how far she's come. I, I thought this match was awesome. I love the Robert Stone stuff. I love the finish of this match. Uh, there, and there was tons of cool stuff. I mean, it's weird that they had a cage match. I guess that's just yeah what they, what they did. Uh, but it... I had a lot of fun. I thought this was a great match. Yeah, and I'll say Mer- Mercedes Martinez. She like she's probably the only person in the women. Well, one of the few women's wrestlers who I'm like, oh no, she can fight. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm. I feel like she could probably actually fight. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be scared. <laughs> you know, like I don't like. I'm not afraid of Casey like I am of Mercedes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of those things. Nothing against Casey. She's an amazing athlete as well. It's just a different type of athlete. I, I want a Mercedes Shayna Baszler match. Everyone does. <laughs> that's what I want to see happen. Literally. That's all anyone wants. Uh, that'd be brutal. But yep, mm-hmm. I did. someone go and die. <laughs> yeah, I would I but I wouldn't I would enjoy watching them do it. So Yes. Uh but oh yeah, just a ton of fun with this match. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh where did you land on it? Three and a half. Me too. Ooh. Hooray. Uh, grapple 3.68. Wow. Okay. We're all in the same ballpark. Yeah. Almost three and three quarters from grapple. Uh, that's a yeah, really yeah. good way to end the show. It um, is. Okay. So we've long since stopped talking about the war, right? Which isn't really much of a war anymore. Mm. But there is something interesting to talk about when it comes to the ratings, especially since NXT has been on Tuesdays for the last couple of weeks. Oh, are they... Did they hit in the demographic? Well, yes and no. Uh, They did... The first Tuesday, NXT did way better than they normally do in the demo. Uh, Mm -hmm. NXT also did in the the high 800,000s. Oh, wow. That's big for them. Yes. And uh, although the second week, they dropped down on the demo and they grew tremendously in old people. So, uh, but they still did in the 800,000s. Whereas AEW, uh, the first Tuesday, AEW did uh, a tad bit over 900,000. And this last episode, they did over a million. Wow. Uh, And they continue to do strong numbers. And the one thing that has come out from this is... Uh, these shows should not air on the same night. They both oh. do better when they're not competing with one another. 
Weird. Like people like will watch like both, both of them, them if yes. they're not competing. Oh yes. See, in the olden days, the competition used to drive viewership. More people would start tuning in and both yeah. shows were thriving and doing great numbers, but uh that is not what's happening here. NXT would be losing viewership and they gain some viewership here. And yeah. uh, and without people watching NXT, they would watch AEW instead, and it was enough to push them over the the million view mark. So uh, these shows should probably be on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, respectively. I don't know why they they probably won't be, but they should be. Uh, no, Vince's ego because it's better for everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. Vin, well, Vince doesn't want to seem like somebody who's quitting, mm-hmm. and yeah, I yeah, I don't know. Um, it might not be good for USA either to be beaten by a show who's getting a, a much smaller TV deal than they're paying WWE for, because AEW is not does not have the same kind of TV money that no. WWE gets uh, for their shows, and it, it might make USA look like they're overpaying uh, yeah. for a product, which they are. But they, are. Uh, they definitely are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's the status of the war. I mean, the war is long over. Like NXT oh, is yeah. lost, they're- but. There is not a war. No, but that, but from a number standpoint, that's really in, like an interesting development that have come from these shows mm. having to uh, be preempted on their normal nights. As it turns out, uh, people like it better this way, and more people watch. I think that's a good thing, and maybe they should yeah. consider that. But I don't. Give I don't them think options. Yes. Um, yeah, don't make them choose. I mean, both shows have their DVR numbers and stuff that kind of make mm-hmm. up the gap difference, but the live viewers are, is far more important to the business aspect of things as far as advertisers are concerned. Yeah. So. Uh, well, anyway, uh, that's the fun. I always love how we end this podcast talking about the wacky world of wrestling by talking about the serious uh, topic of business. Business. Yes, the business analytics everyone and now that you've heard that i'm sure you're dying to come back next week to hear us talk about more uh in the meantime head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show of course you can find us on apple Podcasts, google podcast uh stitcher spotify just search for what comes nxt hit subscribe that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more nxt on the wwe and usa networks featuring Breezango defending the nxt tag team championships against Imperium.